Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Trick or treat, mother... Hello, my name is Austin Torres, and welcome to the Woody Die Podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite horror monsters and villains. The air is cooler, the leaves are falling, it is finally October, and at this point, it's near the end of October. Like I did in June, dedicating that month to the cinematic treasure known as the Jurassic Park franchise, I'm coming at you with the first annual Slash-tober. And for this first iteration, what other slasher can we dedicate a whole ass month to than the boogeyman, the face of Halloween, and the OG slasher himself, Michael Myers. Welcome to the month he came home. Today, I am joined by two very dear friends and collaborators of mine, comprising two-thirds of the three wise men media. One of them is best known as a professional wrestler, Elk, and the other one known for his character, Alistair Dillon. They are video makers, comic book writers, and overall awesome dudes. Please welcome our very own Hollow Kings, Tyler and Dylan Elkins. Hollow Kings? I like that. I <laughs> what an introduction. And Austin, you're also a part of Three Wise Men Media. Granted, you know, me, Dylan, and Kyle are, you know, the, the founders. But, yeah. you know, we found can... it all the credit. But there's you, <laughs> there's so many people that help us out. Well, I consider you guys the Three Wise Men, and then I'm part of the media. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> That's acceptable. Yeah, because um, the Three Wise Men Media is on the banner for every Would You Die podcast because yep. for listeners who don't know, the Would You Die YouTube show, its home is on Three Wise Men Media. I haven't made an episode in a while, but I've been doing this. I think that's okay. <laughs> and your merch is, uh, uh, you, you can get a Would You Die shirt on the Tee Public store for Three Wise Men Media. Exactly. How have I not been plugging that on this podcast? I am awful at <laughs> being dollars <laughs> i'm missing out a month with those t-shirt sales austin <laughs> oh my goodness but uh yeah if you guys listening can't already tell we're just a bunch of homies we're, we've been friends for years tyler um has been on the show talking about leatherface yep. dylan came with me to talk about star wars on star wars day and that was so much fun yeah but we got to talk about Michael Myers because he is the guy. He's the shape of Halloween. Of Halloween. I did. I watched every Austin Powers movie. <laughs> I watched The Love Guru. I watched I, I Married an Axe Murderer. All to get ready for this. The Pentavariate. The, Pent or... the Pentavariate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ready. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a guy with a, uh, layers like an onion yeah that that's a shrek reference if you guys <laughs> didn't get <laughs> michael fucking myers mikey my my the shape the boogeyman how did you got what are your guys first like memories of michael myers are the halloween franchise okay so i can answer this so my first memories of so many horror movie 
uh, movies is all, uh, walking through the video store and seeing the VHSs. So I remember specifically walking through, it was best video right down the street in Dearborn. Well, it would have been Allen Park, Allen Park, but right near South Dearborn Heights, Allen Park, Michigan, uh, best video walking through the horror section. And there would, there was all of the, at the time there was all of the Halloween movies and the, the cover for the second one, I think it was the second one because that had like Michael's face and then a knife was always my favorite. And I always thought that that one was the scariest looking. And then three had like the pumpkin with the skull in it. And then four and five had, uh, not Jamie. Uh, yeah, it was Jamie, right? Jamie Lloyd. That's the character. Yeah, that's Jamie. Daniel Harris's character. Yeah. Had her on the cover. And then that was probably, and then the sixth one, I think came out in like what? 95, maybe. 94. The one with Paul Rudd. Yeah. I think that was 95 or 96. Yeah. Yeah. So, so by then, I started not seeing them. So, but anyway, my first exposure was those, those covers and then actually watching the first one, um, you know, probably edited on USA or something like that during yeah. the day, <laughs> Halloween and just thinking like, wow, like, uh, you know, like it, it, it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> my origin story. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the Star Wars Day episode, but I was always a cowardly child. Um, so any and ev- anything and everything used to scare me. But I have this vivid memory, before I even knew what a Michael Myers was, of Halloween night in my neighborhood, there being just this giant man just standing on the street. Come to find out it was a classmate of mine's father just escorting his child around for trick or treats, just dressed as Michael Myers. It was the, I was the most terrifying thing to me. Yeah. Like I had to be escorted around because this ghoul was going to murder me. <laughs> and I didn't know what a Michael Myers was. Right. Um, so that's my first interaction with Michael Myers. And then uh, I always remember having to run out of the house when the, the trailer for Halloween H2O was on. <laughs> Because that was too scary for me. I would run out of the room and sometimes out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I ever watched a Halloween movie was I it was Halloween four or five. One of the ones with the with uh Danielle, ha- Danielle Harris in it. Um and you find out that he's uh got a P tattoo down his thumb and it uh gave him his powers. It's called the Mark of Thorn, Dylan. Mm-hmm. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's the it's a rune man it was a p it's a cult a anyway. cult of thorn the cult yeah. of thorn well i know that now <laughs> at the time it was a p yeah okay i get that i feel that scared me <laughs> well i i have a vivid memories of being scared of four and five growing up because those are the only ones i ever saw on tv it i was i was in high school when i first saw the original movie wow so when Michael terrified me, it was always four or five that came on television or it was, uh, you know, like you, Dylan, trick or treating. You see at least like three other kids in Michael Myers mask and you're just trying to go as C-3PO. So. <laughs> Protocol droid. <laughs> right. I have a lot of memories of like seeing Michael's like Michael Myers trick or treating and Ghostface. Yeah. Ghostface is huge. Especially the ones that like you press that you put, squeeze the thing and the, oh, the blood, blood would go down. 
Yeah. In elementary school. Yeah, those were everywhere. I always associate Michael with like those early Halloween memories. And um, obviously Michael Myers kind of means something different to uh, everyone. Like we all have a different interpretation of, well, he's just evil, evil, evil. Like in the original or like Rob Zombie. He's like, well, he was kind of abused and grew up in a dysfunctional. Uh, what are your guys' takes on what Michael is? I love the the original Michael where, you know, Loomis refers to him as a thing. He's a monster. He's a thing. Like he's a, he's a solace. Death has come to your little town. There doesn't need to be reason. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I like that. I like that aspect of things, but I will say that, and, and maybe we'll get to the, maybe I'm jumping the gun, but my favorite like version of Michael Myers is actually the Rob Zombie one. Like, I think if you, if you could have put the, um, and the, no disrespect to obviously Nick Castle, who made Michael Myers, <laughs> you know, made that sort of template for, for how you should be as a Michael, but like, uh, as a Michael, as a Michael, uh, <laughs> but I just loved like the hulking, scary yeah. Tyler Maine. Like I thought that yeah. he was terror, whereas this Mike or the original Michael is almost elegant in a way. Like he's very smooth. Like there's a smoothness to him. He's very elusive, clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, except for those few scenes where he explodes out of nowhere off camera and grabs people. But like, I really liked the hulking juggernaut of Tyler Maine. I just wish we didn't get all the backstory. I agree with that. I think Tyler Maine did a really good job. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he was a wrestler, right? Oh yeah, he, big sky, big sky, big sky. He's a Canadian fella. From oh, wow. Yeah, Tyler Maine. That might be like the most physically imposing Michael Meyer. Like that's basically Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. Yeah, that and, and that's what I like about him. It was just the 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 brutality that he brought to the role was just uh, something you weren't used to seeing, you know. Because what is it in Halloween four, five, or six? One of those, you kind of get the dumpy Michael Myers. The mask always got worse. Yeah, too. I think five has the worst mask. Yeah, five or um, resurrection. Right. So he was definitely like the most formidable. Where it was like, geez, if this guy broke into the house. Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh I want to give a special shout out to the current uh, Michael Myers, James Jude Courtney, because I think he does a. He might be my favorite portrayal of the shape because for me, he kind of blends that brutality of the Rob Zombie Michael Myers with the uh, mysteriousness of the John Carpenter Michael Myers. Yeah, no. Yeah, like he he's good. Like, I, I really enjoy his portrayal as well. Um, Except one thing. What did you not like? Um, are we allowed to spoil Halloween ends? Wait, wait, wait spoilers for halloween ends okay we're good now when freaking he gets challenged to a wrestling match in the sewer (laughs) and loses well that's that's not that's not the actor's fault the actor like he could have said no (laughs) (laughs) have some integrity you you think you think if leonardo DiCaprio thought he shouldn't have done something as rick dalton he would have done it no, I, I don't know how to tell you this, 
but none of the actors playing Michael Myers have the power of Leo. Mm-hmm. But they're so big. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 I'm hearing is we need a Halloween movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio as Michael Myers. Could you imagine? Could you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it would be so good. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, it, what would be the point? Call him up. Say, Quentin, we got to get your take on Halloween. <laughs> What's your version of this? Hire Leo, please. Leo would be a good Loomis. Could you imagine I, that? He, I could imagine that easily. I thought you were about to say Lori for a second. Uh, could you imagine? <laughs> I'm like, interesting, but no, I could see Leo as a really good Loomis. Yeah. Although Christoph Waltz oh, as Loomis could be oh, very interesting. You might have just won the game with that one. No, I want Christoph Waltz to play Freddy Krueger in Tarantino's version. Oh, oh that's good. That'd be good. Quentin, you know, what we're gathering here is he just needs to make a version of an 80s slasher movie. If I got to tell the legendary Quentin Tarantino what to do, <laughs> I would tell him, Quentin, my man, I need you to make a Friday the 13th movie because yeah. we need a good one in that franchise. We do. I love that franchise, but like Halloween has great movies. Yes. Nightmare on Elm Street has some bangers. Friday the 13th is fun. <laughs> and there me and dylan have a take on friday the we 13th. do well but that's not this episode no we'll tell austin in private but okay uh, <laughs> like think of like the greatest horror movies ever made you can't argue the influence of friday the 13th but but when you think of quality movies halloween you a nightmare on elm street um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Those are the ones that you think of. You don't think of Friday the 13th. Right. And I was like... Just, um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you're absolutely right in that regard. Jason as a character is iconic, but the movies don't really... It's just... It's weird because it's just like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street and the take from other franchises, um, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre alien and aliens like one of the few franchises that have two great movies yeah <laughs> i'd say the original hellraiser or like the original Candyman. like these are all considered to be great movies i don't like that you're right. leaving off greatest horror movie jason x <laughs> <laughs> i fucking love jason x dude <laughs> i think we talked about jason x in our star wars episode <laughs> <laughs> what I like, I was talking to my mom last night because uh, I think we were watching uh, the original Halloween. We were watching She's All That last night. Okay, so it was a different night. <laughs> we, were, we were watching the original Halloween. And it was so good. Yeah. Like, there's like the, 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 the way it's shot with that steady cam, because wasn't that like a big innovation for the time was the steady cam? Oh, yeah. And, it just looked because they made it for cheap. Well, yeah. it's cheap, you know, and it just looks so good. It looks like a movie, you know, it, when you're like, it's just, it's crazy. It almost looks Spielberg-y to me because mm-hmm. you get like, blue lens flares and like, it just feels like that. So you yeah. didn't really get that from the other ones. No, 
Uh, part two, you do a little bit. No, no, from the other horror like the yeah. other slasher movies of the time. And the other horror movies, you don't get that at all. I, Nightmare on Elm Street, you you do. And then Hellraiser at least had a, they tried. They yeah. had an aesthetic and they yeah. went for it. But Halloween to me is like the best looking slasher movie or 80s or 70s, you know, horror movie. I yeah, because like, because like Texas Chainsaw is a whole different type of feel. Oh, That's yeah. almost like a, uh, Blair Witch, like a video yes. you shouldn't be watching, but Halloween is like a movie. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And, it, it, um, sorry. No, go ahead. And, um, I think that's what happens when you pair up one of the best living filmmakers in John Carpenter with one of the most prolific cinematographers in Dean Cundy, because, when you think about Dean Cundy's career, you, you get some of the early John Carpenter stuff like Halloween. I know he did The Thing. I think he did um, The Fog. But then he also went on to do stuff like Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. Yes. And that's what I mean. It's like I like I said, it like that first Halloween movie feels Spielbergian. And then you th- and then, like you said, he worked with. Uh, Robert Zemeckis on Back to the Future, and then he works with yeah. Spielberg. Jurassic Park. It has that that movie feel, and it's like I, I I miss it. I don't think that there's a lot of movies that do that. I think the recent Halloween movies did it a little bit, but there's just something about like that era of movies that looks so good. Well, I think it's it's just um, trends are different and. John Carpenter is obviously like a a tour director with a signature style. I don't think people give Spielberg that same respect, which is weird to say. So weird. Um, But I I have a theory as to why, just to get on my obligatory Spielberg tangent. I think the reason why people don't really consider Spielberg an auteur director in the same way we would Quentin Tarantino or uh, John Carpenter are more recent people like Jordan Peele. That's because Spielberg's style, I think most people consider it to be mainstream. Yeah. But people forget that Spielberg invented mainstream. When Duel and Jaws and Close Encounters first came out, those were just Spielberg. And then a bunch of the blockbusters that have come since and are happening now are like, oh, that that's mainstream. That's Spielbergian. It's just like that's the Spielberg style. He invented what we know as as mainstream because his movies were so fucking popular. <laughs> yeah. But, and they all looked so good that, you know, just because something's accessible doesn't mean it's uh, dumb or not as, you know, again, like Jaws, you can't tell me that Jaws isn't a piece of art. You know, it's, it's, it might be a big budget monster movie, but, or, well, you know, uh, for the time, but like it's art. It, 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 yeah. The, the, the ability to film that the way it, it's just yeah he doesn't get a lot of, he doesn't get enough credit which is crazy no. because he's steven Spielberg, yeah. and he gets all the credit it's not like he's underrated you know <laughs> yeah but in a way yes yeah in a way exactly exactly um <laughs> but i i think john carpenter is in that realm of just the man knows how to make a movie you look at some of his later movies, like They Live and Christine and The Thing and The Fog and, and The Prince of Darkness and The Mouth of Madness. He is just 
banger after banger. Yep. Escape yeah. from New York. <laughs> yep. And he's another guy that has a, like an aesthetic. It's a you're like, okay, this is a John Carpenter movie. And it's funny because he always wanted to make Westerns. Like I think John Ford or Hawks or somebody was like his idol. And he always wanted to make like those big epic Westerns and he never got to. Yeah. He, he's got another, a little bit ahead of his time too, because a lot of those movies weren't necessarily received well when they came right. out, especially thing. Oh, and right. Then- it's interesting that you mentioned his hero, John Ford, because I'm pretty sure that's this, like one of Spielberg's heroes. And it's like, well, it makes sense why they use similar techniques because they come right. from idolizing John Ford. So, yeah. And I will say too, like a lot of horror movies, because I got I, I got to see Halloween uh, at the drive-in recently. Oh, that's cool. The original one, and it was so cool to see it on a big screen, especially in a drive-in, because you can imagine yeah. that's a lot of people saw it back in the day. But there's certain movies that just lend themselves to the big screen, and I feel like the original Halloween, Jaws, I saw on a big screen, and that was amazing. But like, I think that's also a testament is that. If it's good on a little screen, but then when you blow it up, it just it looks so good too. you know, that, that's when you really got something special. Oh, yeah, I I 100 percent agree. Speaking of seeing theaters on the big screen. Last week. Um, <laughs> are at a time of when this episode is going to drop about two weeks ago. We were all together watching Halloween end in yep. the film Halloween ends on the big screen. As nice as you guys can be, what were your reactions? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like even the stuff that like, oh, this is interesting, was just not done well. And I didn't like those things. My favorite part of the whole movie, two favorite parts, mm-hmm. spoilers, when he makes the first kill and starts absorbing the man's energy, which had no payoff. <laughs> and then when they parade him through the town, <laughs> that yeah. was my favorite in the whole movie. Yeah. They just parade him through the, the whole end. The end was my favorite part of the whole movie. And I, that's the only part of the movie that lived up to what I wanted it to. Not, it's not the ending I would have done, but it lived up to the, lud- the lunacy that I was hoping for. That they, well, I was, the Halloween kills. Well, I was watching that part and I'm just like, this is basically the ending to Candyman. Oh, yeah. I've never seen any of the Candyman movies. Spoiler alert for Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> There may or may not be a procession. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I'm I'm watching I'm watching that and I'm just like first off this is Candyman. Second off this was insanely quick. Yeah. Like how did all these people know to come out as like hey, we're evil dies tonight. Oh, time to go leave my house like and they killed the guy on the radio that was talking about Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, that I like so that kill. Anytime a tongue's flopping around on a vinyl player, 
I'm gonna think that's fucking gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh I also love the mean band kids. <laughs> I got thoughts, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Austin, uh, you let your thoughts be known in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, oh, oh yeah. But uh it I I think part of it was we were all very excited because yeah. the first one was good and mm-hmm. it had been a while since we saw first a good Halloween movie, let alone a good slasher movie of one of those iconic characters. So we were all very excited after the first, well, 2018 Halloween. Then Halloween Kills comes out and apparently raises the stakes to un- I was just astonished. I- he murders that whole group of people that were trying to kill him. And like, I was like, I don't, this is lunacy. And I don't know where this is going, but I'm on board for the ride. And Me then they, Halloween ends. And there was, I just did not live up to what I thought we were going to get, you know, like I really liked Halloween 2018. I thought that was a good tight, like reintroduction of what a slasher movie could be. I mean, it was almost a remake of the first one. Yeah. And then we get to the second one, which sort of veered off into, you know, playing with the idea of him being much more than a man and like, you know, that type of a thing. And then we get to the third one and it was like, okay, I got that we flirted with that idea in the second one. So I almost wanted to see full craziness in the third. One. Yes. Like I, I wanted to see Michael Myers possess that boy and then become the new shape. And then like the legend lives on, even though the original evil that was Michael Myers dies. It's, you know, like I could have got on board with like, there's just an evil in Haddonfield that, you know, it's like the negativity of the town and they alluded to it, but I feel like they didn't want to, they didn't have the balls to do it, do it. Yeah. Like, like, I think we, we pick you and I pick up on the same thing. Like that's kind of what they were aiming at, but they didn't commit to it. Exactly. Yeah. And then it made Michael feel like an afterthought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like commit to your wild new direction or, you know, make it the Michael and Lori movie we want to see. Yes, exactly. Like your, I, your friend had a great point. Like, yeah, that could have been two different movies. It could have it should have either have been Michael versus Lori, the final showdown and Lori. Like I did like the scene where. uh Jamie Lee Curtis was happy and flirting with the police officer in the uh, grocery store. That was actually my favorite scene because I thought <laughs> I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. <laughs> they well, they're good together in the previous one. Like I, I liked it, but the way that they had built Lori up, and then like the fact that Michael had killed her daughter, like I wasn't ready. To, like why did we have to reset Lori to be like, oh, she's just a normal person now instead of, you know it. It should have either have been that big showdown or they should have committed to the new guy being Michael Myers. And and to that point, it's just like when I think of like a big showdown, I don't necessarily need it to be them like throwing each other into refrigerators and just like body slamming each other for two hours. Right. Um, It could it could easily be like a chess match, you know like Lori hunting Michael or Michael hunting Lori or them hunting each other doesn't have to be all fighting. Yes. 
Right. Well, because at the, you know, they're relatively normal human beings. Yeah. They're not giant monsters like Godzilla and King Kong that you can. Right. Fill two hours <laughs> of just them <laughs> destroying. But, but yeah, I agree with you. I, it, it, it could have been the showdown movie. It could have been like a new direction movie. And, and it was neither. It tried to do both and it didn't succeed at either for me. And for me, right? if, if you're some... listening on to this and you like the movie, that is a okay. We all yeah. have bad opinions, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, just because the three of us are agreeing on not really digging this movie doesn't mean you're wrong because it's a movie. Yeah. Like opinions don't mean shit. I'm tired of I'm tired of people being like, well, we're all entitled to our opinions because that, you know, makes it feel like our opinions matter. No, they don't. We're all right. talking shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't like I care what we're saying at the moment because we're talking. And if yeah. you're listening and you disagree with us, that is a OK, because we don't I mean, like, it don't matter. It's an opinion. Opinions don't matter. Right. Yeah, like I just said, was like, yeah, this is the opinion of a guy who's never made any money in Hollywood critiquing David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. So take it <laughs> for <laughs> And it's just like people get so angry about movies yeah. now where it's just like, chill. It's chill. Pictures moving. I recently got out of that phase. So, <laughs> well, that's because you. I'm much, I'm much more. I just want to be entertained. Yeah. But yeah. it's, like, it's okay to like a movie or not like a movie, but to get mad at others over it or to like yeah. sign petitions to like reshoot the movie. That's like stupid. <laughs> yeah. I agree with my opinion and validates my opinion. <laughs> I can't have that. But, <laughs> like who said it? I think it might've been David Gordon Green or John Carpenter maybe even have said it when they were asking like, is this really the end of Halloween? And they were like, well, Bloomhouse loses the rights, but it goes back to Malika Khan or whoever has the rights. I think so, yeah. And, uh, and guess what? If this movie makes a ton of money, if you don't think there's going to be another one, right? you're wrong. That's the way it works. And even and, if this movie doesn't make a ton of money, yeah, they will make another Halloween movie. Yeah. It is a cash cow. Yes. And, and that's what like I was kind of telling you at the end of uh, when we were in the movie theater actually walking out of it is like with all of these franchises now it's i almost don't look it's, it's basically comic books at this point where there's yeah. different continuities going on at the same time and i don't hate that for a second i did for a second like when they were especially in the dc universe i was like what are they doing why are they doing this i don't get it it, it makes me mad but then I really like the Batman. I really like the Joker. And you know what? I almost would rather see what Matt Reeves interprets the Joker as and see what um, Todd, uh, whoever he is. Todd Phillips. I would almost rather see his interpretation of Batman versus let's put them all in, into one universe. You know what I mean? Well, and you same thing. And, and you can you leave it all. open yeah. uh, that they could cross over, the, but they don't have to. Yeah. But I would like to see, like, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing these different versions than I was before. And I, you know, and if you think of it that way, then, then I feel like it softens the blow of when you don't get, uh, when you don't get a good Halloween ends. 
And it's like, and I, I just think this is like the end of this, of David Gordon Green's run. Exactly. But it, and it might be the end of Jamie Lee Curtis's run. Like, yeah. She's going they've to been, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, it's not the end of Michael Myers. He's just too iconic. And like, I think we were talking about this the other day. It's just like all of the big icons or are either coming back or they're being made into icons. And Michael leads away on this, but like this year alone, we get Predator back. We get Leatherface back. We get Pinhead back and Ghostface is back. Chucky has a TV show. Last year, Candyman came back. Uh, a new Saw movie is in the works right now. And uh, there's an alien show in the works right now. I don't know what's going on with uh, Jason because uh, that's a bunch of legal shit. And then there should be more Freddy shit, but I don't know what's going on with Freddy. In addition to these icons coming back, we have icons being made because like Art the Clown had Terrifier 2 come out this year. And uh, Esther, Orphan, First Kill. So it's not just horror icons coming back but horror icons being made that's why like that's why michael will never die because right. he's the leader of that yeah that, as long as there's uh there's money to be made he'll be he'll be around and yeah. there'll be movies of varying degrees of uh goodness <laughs> but like as long as they make any type of a or really halloween's proven to be successful so really you've got nothing to worry about there hellraiser I feel like we were in a weird spot with Hellraiser that if this this new one didn't do well, we would have been in trouble. But, you know, now that 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 got good reviews and did well on Hulu, I think you're you're safe there. But if you if you have a track record of making money, you're fine. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the new Hellraiser a lot, too. I did. Yeah, I liked, it, I liked a lot. It, it. I thought that one struck the balance between new shit and staying close to the original that Halloween Halloween ends didn't quite match right and nope. prey prey did really well bringing in a bunch of new shit while also not strain like while bringing it back to basics yes yeah no i i think that prey again was like they they knew what made predator good and just did it just like how the, the halloween 2018 was like okay this is why halloween was good and let's try to capture that magic again or well maybe not capture the magic again because you can only kind of do that once but but at least homage it or uh come close to to a version of that yeah and that's what what um confuses me about david gordon green well not about him as a guy because i don't know he seems like a cool dude i don't know him but he seems cool <laughs> to me what confuses me about his halloween trilogy is he seems to know exactly what made the first halloween work yes because 2018 rocked yep, and yep. then with halloween kills he made probably one of the most badass slasher movies of all time yeah because halloween kills is just like hey let's take jason's game <laughs> and do it better yep michael myers is basically looking at jason and be like look at me i'm the captain now <laughs> So I guess Halloween ends like took inspiration from like season of the witch. Yeah. Which I love season of the witch speaking in 2022, but season of the witch was a failure at the time. So, I mean, hindsight is 2020, 
maybe that's not the best movie to have your trilogy ender be based off of. Season of the Witch was a failure. It was. And I love that movie. I think it's fantastic, but fans hated it at the time. So I'm not, after seeing Halloween ends, I'm not really surprised. It's like, well, you took your inspiration from something fans hated at the time. The fan reaction is a little nicer than I'm expecting, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, w- it was number one in the box office. And then uh, I haven't really seen reviews. I don't think it's like of the th- of the three. How has it been reviewed? When I go on Twitter, it reminds me of when Star Wars The Last Jedi came out. I think that that says it all. <laughs> Interesting. Because there are defenders of this film. And that's great. I'm a little jealous of them because I really wanted to like this one. I get that. Like, I, I didn't go into this. I didn't go in wearing my Michael Myers shirt, be, wanting to be like, oh, I'm going to fucking hate this movie. No, I went in wanting to love it. Yes. Yes. It didn't ruin my day or anything. It's not like I'm going to. I. I'm going to go on Twitter and just like write a novella on how much I hated a movie. Cause I didn't hate it. Like right. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah. We're, we're just so used to like trilogies being good. I think we got spoiled with Lord of the Rings and even the Batman movies, the seeds were sort of planted that the third movie might not be as good as we want it to be you know, after, after the first two, but, you know, even so that was a phenomenal trilogy, all three movies. So then you get to, you're just, you're just trained to sort of think like, Oh, we're going to stick the landing every time. And it's hard to never stick the landing. Like return of the King is the only one that sticks the landing. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm thinking of like, like, are we really surprised that Halloween ends didn't stick the landing? when like no movie trilogy seems to stick the land i think indiana jones did because last (laughs) crusade's a really good movie yeah so they stuck the landing i like (laughs) godfather did not but like to your point if if you look at the greatest movie trilogy of all time the star wars original trilogy yeah you could argue return of the jedi doesn't stick the landing you shut up, Austin. You had me for a second. <laughs> you could argue that. I, lo- I, I love all the Star Wars, but like compared to Empire, Return is a no. letdown. No, no. Why does everybody love Empire? Well, because it's great. Because Empire's the best. Empire doesn't have one Ewok. It doesn't. But, but Empire has Tauntauns. It doesn't have Jawas. I would trade Ewoks for Tauntauns any day. I think but I you, agree. But you know what else Empire has is the asteroid chase. And that is like 10 That's out of 10 good. chase scene. And Boba Fett's not a little punk ass bitch in Empire. No, he's very scary. And the Wampa. The Wampa's very scary. Yeah. But I, get, I think we get what? Jabba is in Return of the Jedi. Ewoks. I, I'm not saying Return of the Jedi is bad. I'm just saying Return of the Jedi isn't like compared to the other two doesn't stick the landing. What I'm hearing you say is that (laughs) Return of the Jedi is terrible and Ewoks are the worst. Yeah. And boo you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, if you want my real, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, it's like, I don't know why we're so surprised that a third movie in a trilogy wasn't good. (laughs) A slasher trilogy too. Like Scream 3 was not very good. Right. Right. And if you like Scream 3, that's great. I like Scream 3 too, but it's the weakest of the Scream movies. Yeah. The best third movie of all time. X-Men Apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> where, they, where they made that exact same reference in the third movie. You know, yeah. they say the third, they come out of the movie with Star Wars. I, think it was I do there. think, I do think episode three, Revenge of the Sith, is a really good third movie. It is, but that's because the other two were bad. That I was about to say, I was yeah. about to say, it, yeah. It, it's like, not competing with the New Hope and Empire. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith did one thing right, and it was the and it was Mustafar. <laughs> I, I like General Grievous. I love General Grievous. So, what is what what of of all the Halloween movies? If you had to rank them, where do you what, what what's your order? Hold on, I got a letterbox list. I'm prepared. <laughs> I thought this moment might come. So, do you want me to rank them from the bottom or from the top? Let's start at the bottom, middle. <laughs> okay no i'm kidding i'm kidding bottom to best bottom to best all right so so at 13 i have halloween 5 the revenge of michael myers okay i think that's is a that good the one. one where the guy gets electrocuted that's a good one to have at the end i think no i don't think it's the one i i'll admit i get five and six confused yeah. sometimes but i five has the worst mask And Daniel Harris does not say anything for like the longest time, even though she was really good in four. I have that one at my bottom for now. I need to do a rewatch. I haven't watched all the Halloween movies in a little bit. At number 12, I have Rob Zombie's Halloween. The first one? Yeah. Austin, we're going to we're going to come to blows. Well, I don't like that. He goes into Michael's backstory. Fair enough. They go into Michael's backstory in the original. He's a little boy and he kills his sister. <laughs> like, that's whole... all you need. That's all you need. But they, you spend 40 minutes, like you take 40 minutes to get to that point in Rob Zombie's version. And then you have like him breaking out of the, of the psych, um, the psychiatric hospital where he just murders Danny Trejo, even though he was good to him, Mikey. I was what? good to you, Mikey. He was. I still haven't forgiven Rob Zombie for making me watch that traumatic scene. <laughs> um, just to do a like a Gus Van Sant Psycho shot for shot remake. I'm. I think there's some good filmmaking in it. I like Rob Zombie. I I just don't really care to rewatch that movie. I will say I don't like how mean it is. It's very mean. Everyone talks um, dirty. Yeah. I love a lot of the casting. Like, there's a lot of horror icons in that movie, like Brad Dorif, uh, Ken Foray, Danny Trejo, D. Wallace, Daniel Harris. There, there's good parts in it. And number 11, I have Halloween Ends. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, it's just, I didn't care for it. Yeah. Opportunity to grow. I will rewatch it at some point. I rewatch all the Halloween movies, but for right now it's going to be really low at number 10 i have halloween resurrection yep 
I think you could argue it's a worse made movie than Halloween Ends, but there's one aspect that it has that Halloween Ends does not. And his name is Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, Kung Fu Fighting, absolutely. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> and at number nine, you could argue this is a worse movie than some of the ones I placed behind it, but it has Paul Rudd. I want to put Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, because of Paul Rudd. Yeah. And that's... Oh, and this, <laughs> and that, and like, here is where I would separate the bad Halloween movies with the good Halloween movies. So now these are ones I, I very much enjoy. Okay. And I think they're good. And at number eight, I have the original Halloween 2. Wow, number eight. I It's not anything about Halloween 2 that makes it rank that low. It's just I like the other ones more. Got it. Because I think there's some great moments in that original Halloween 2, like when the police car runs into that poor kid who's just dressed up like Michael Myers, and, and then the car fucking explodes. Yeah. And freaking uh, Loomis is like, I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> I shot him six times. I shot him six times. <laughs> and like the whole, um, when he get when Michael gets fucking shot in the eyes and like he's bleeding oh. through them. That's iconic. I love that yeah. image. But it's also kind of forgettable other than that. Like, I think it's a lot of nothing in that movie, too. Interesting. At number seven, I have Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Why? Now, most people would argue that Halloween 2 Rob Zombie's is way worse than Halloween 1. I'm one of them. Here's here's why I give Halloween 2 an edge is because those arguments are valid. Yes, I'm not truly arguing them. All I'm saying is Halloween 2 is a more Rob Zombie movie. Yes. That's for sure. And if you watch the director's cut, it's even more of a Rob Zombie movie. And honestly, it makes way more sense because I remember being in the theater because I really liked Rob Zombie's first Halloween. And then I watched the second one and I was like, there's a lot of stuff that didn't make sense. And I didn't like Lori. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like this. And then I watched the director's cut one night on DVD and I was like, oh, my gosh, this movie's excellent. I never saw the director's cut. And you can quote me on that. Rob Zombie number two, H2, is excellent. Quote, <laughs> Tyler Elkins. The We're doing it. And like... <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like it. And like, it's just... He's not doing a shot-for-shot shot remake of Halloween 2 like he did for the original Halloween. He is yep. doing his own thing with Michael Myers. I'm not a fan of everything he does. But for me, it's a more cohesive movie because it feels like a Rob Zombie movie. He's doing it. And it's very, very violent. Yeah. And mean. Yes. Yes. And number six, I have Halloween Kills. Ooh, okay. Yep. So I have all of the Halloween twos kind of in the same place. Same, yeah. And I just love how bonkers Halloween Kills is. Like, like I said earlier, it feels like Michael is one-upping Jason in this movie. And I yeah. love it as some of my favorite kills like um, the fucking uh, fluorescent light bulb, even oh. though spoiler alert, Halloween ends took away that kill. 
yeah she lived yeah. that she lived through that that's still f- fucking brutal yes yeah and then when he uses a car door to make that woman uh shoot herself in the face <laughs> that wasn't planned though uh, it yeah. was awesome hey man once is <laughs> an accident twice you're you mean it you know okay. what i mean all right like you can't get that lucky he's in the middle of killing people right like that was deliberate and then he like does like that mountain crushing like that one dude's head and then putting his thumbs in the like michael went hard and yeah, i yeah. love it at number five i have halloween h2o yeah classic I do admit I need uh, it is a kind of high for me not having seen it as recently as some of the other ones, but I always have a good time watching it. I think it's really fun. You're also a scream fan. And that, yeah, and that, you know, H2O is like a scream clone or anything, but it's of that era where and it was... it's written by Kevin Williamson. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so that, I didn't know that. But I just knew it was like sort of of the era of like reinventing the slasher movie. Um, So it was like it was almost more of a thriller in a way. And if I remember correctly, that's the one where Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets a ice skate to the face. (laughs) Um, At number four, I have Halloween Four: the return of Michael Myers. Yeah, people like that one. I love that one. I I am people. (laughs) Like I said, I grew up like always seeing four and five. Why I love four and I hate five. I don't hate five, but why I love four and I don't like five. I couldn't tell you. (laughs) I could not tell you. I just I just really like I will when I feel like watching one of the older Michael movies, that's not the original. I'm like, I always put on four and I never put on five. (laughs) I always put on two. I've probably seen original number two more than any of them. I think I've seen four the most. I would um, say I'm the original one is the one I've seen the most. Interesting. Well, I think for me, it's because four and five were on TV so much growing up. Yeah. And then like when I want to put on a Halloween movie to kind of like have in the background, I never put on the original because I think it's sacrilegious to like be doing laundry and have the original Halloween movie on. Like, no, I'm sitting down and watching that movie. Could do whatever during four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get that. And I like Jamie Lloyd. I like that character. So I think there's a lot of good shit in four. I think that's a fun, fun movie. At number three, I have Halloween 2018. Back to basics. Perfect example of the requel trend. For me, it just works. Yep. Michael's scary. I love that one, like that one shot where Michael's just going through the neighborhood killing people. And yeah. we're following him around. I think I think that's why it's so high up is that scene alone. And there's a lot of I like the new characters. Judy Greer's in it. Yeah. Which Halloween ends was sorely lacking was Judy Greer. Yeah. And if y'all are good at process of elimination, you guys know what my number two is. My number two is Halloween three season of the witch. <laughs> See, when people were saying that they like this movie nowadays, I thought it was a meme. I was like, nobody likes number three. Yeah. Nobody likes number three. But apparently I got to watch it again because people actually legitimately like it. 
I think it's so much fun. I think it's a great movie. The only reason why it failed is because it was called Halloween. Yeah. It was because it wasn't marketed right because they wanted to make Halloween up anthology series but then you go and make halloween 2 with michael myers people are going to expect michael myers yeah so that 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 was a big mistake i think but if you judge halloween 3 on its own i think it works if you want to take the same approach to halloween ends i don't think halloween ends works on its own i think halloween 3 does and i mean in time i might change my opinion like here are my receipts saying (laughs) I change. I might change my mind because I didn't care for Halloween three at first. It didn't have Michael Myers, but given time and it, it warmed up on me and now I appreciate it for what it is. And that is it's fucking batshit insane. And I love it. <laughs> they steal Stonehenge. <laughs> That's right. That would have made Halloween ends better. <laughs> You're not wrong. Imagine? It's like, no, Michael's not hiding in the sewers like he's some fucking Pennywise ripoff. He's at Stonehenge. He stole Stonehenge, and that's where he's hiding. <laughs> that would have been much better. And then, obviously, the original is my favorite. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I need to step in, though, and defend Rob Zombie's Halloween movies because <laughs> I, 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 I place too high. I, the first one, if it wasn't for all of the backstory, granted it is just a a remake of the first movie, but it's good. Like he adds and the performances, Brad Dourif and um, Tyler Mayne. We didn't uh, even mention Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell's a good Loomis. I do prefer Blowfield or uh, what's that? Donald Donald Pleasance. Pleasance. But I thought that Brad Dourif as Sheriff Brackett is a much better Sheriff Brackett. We got a much better Annie Brackett, and it sort of fleshes that world out. Where I think Rob Zombie failed, again, is the backstory of, like, if Michael Myers is a soulless shark, I would have liked more of that as opposed to seeing, you know, him as a blonde chubby boy bashing people with sticks and his abusive family. But also, too, and no disrespect well, we don't actually, they don't seem they're just mean no he kills a boy no the family yeah the family's mean too. they're just mean well yeah but they insinuate and that's uh jenny from forrest gump as a child hmm. was the sister but no disrespect to scout taylor compton because obviously she's a successful ath- uh, actress and i'm a uh you know i'm who i am but i felt like jamie lee curtis just was a uh did such a good job as Lori. Like there, it's hard to, you got to get somebody who can kind of match what Jamie Lee Curtis was able to bring to Halloween because that, that you know, if you care about her, you know, you, you can, you can have a, a good movie, but I almost felt like Danielle Harris should have been the, the Lori in those Halloween movies because she, she was a, an engaging character. I liked her character. Well, I think Scout Taylor Compton did a must much better job in Halloween too. I don't think that's her fault. I think that's more of the script and Rob Zombie's direction, putting her in a, utilizing her in a much better way. Cause I think she's fantastic. Most of the time, I feel like it's not the actor's fault. Yeah. 
she she was really good like you mentioned in Halloween 2 she does a really good job and I think like the the best scene maybe in any Halloween movie I mean there is the iconic him sitting up behind Lori there's obviously the iconic scenes but I think like the best artistic piece of art in any of the Halloween movies is when Brad uh Brad Dourif finds out she's dead yeah. stabbed to death in the back I think that that is like just an amazing piece of acting and the way that Rob Zombie yeah. shot it I was like wow yeah. it's well, second behind Buster Rhymes using yeah. kung fu to defeat Michael Myers yeah Michael, Michael Myers killing the entire town is the best that was dope that was awesome I like the one extra who has uh, uh iron iron yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she has like the meanest eyes in that scene like she's earning her extra day rate <laughs> but um no I, I i totally get what you're saying um i i do want to say i don't really i don't hate any of the halloween movies i like the franchise so my least favorite is halloween five but it's not that i hate it it's just that is the one i like the least like i won't watch that one as much as the other ones got it because when it comes to the rob zombie movies if i'm going to watch one of his halloween movies i'm going to put on halloween too yeah so what if uh malika Cod calls you up tomorrow austin and he's like all right we did the halloween ends we got david gordon green out of the picture now i'm calling up austin torres and i want the pitch for the next Halloween movie. I think I would embarrass myself because I don't have a pitch for how I love Halloween, but that I don't think this is this is where uh, my sensibilities lie as a storyteller. Not not in uh, not not at the moment, at least. I got some ideas for different franchises, but uh, (laughs) for right now, I'm 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 very happy being a fan of Halloween. Gotcha. Cool. I, I don't know what I would. I don't know what I would do. You know what I mean? Like, do you remake it? Do you right. do you go ahead? Do you do yet another timeline? Like, like that's a lot of pressure that I don't I don't want none of that. <laughs> I've got the movie. You get rid okay. of Halloween kills. We the the movie the Halloween kills timeline ends when that homeless guy says that he takes a bunch of people into that sewer, <laughs> and then that's where my movie picks up. And he's just got you know, a legion of possessed teenagers or whatever. And he just kills the kills everyone. Kills the town? Everyone. And a legion w- of white wipes wipes Haddonfield off the map and then they disappear. <laughs> and, that's, oh, and that's nice. how the movie done. Just maybe the mark that kind of like you do this similar ending to uh uh, uh us. Oh, oh where they're holding hands? Eve. That's interesting because town's it, burning down. It reminds me of like the Roanoke story of, you know, just a whole town yeah. disappearing. Like what would a modern Roanoke look like? Evil, that would be interesting. Evil wins. It was Michael Myers. It was Michael Myers the whole time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, guys. I got, I got a pitch for y'all. Oh. Everyone likes a good crossover. Yes. Freddy versus Jason. Alien versus Predator. Hobbs and Shaw. (laughs) Here's the crossover I propose. 
the face of Halloween teams up with the spirit of Halloween. When the original filmmakers wanted to make Halloween an anthology, you take that energy, you take that spirit, and you combine it with the movie that did it, Trick or Treat. Sam needs to team up with Michael Myers for the ultimate Halloween movie. Yeah, it would be. So that that would be that would be my pitch. So <laughs> what you do is that little ghoul just tags along with him and tries to help. Yeah, that like would be in this one. Yeah, that'd be more enjoyable than Corey. Yeah, yeah. Although He's I so- do have to say, I do have to say, um, we we've said some shit about Halloween ends. I really like the actor who played Corey. I liked a lot. Again, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis did outstanding. Her scene in the grocery store, I thought was adorable and made me remember why I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought Corey did great. My favorite part was when the kid fell down three stories. He did. That was jarring. I didn't like him or the daughter. (laughs) I did. (laughs) They were the worst. I even like the real housewife. I I didn't like them together. I thought those scenes were forced. Um, the whole story arc felt forced and rushed. And very quick. Right. But I don't think that's an acting problem. Um, I know what you're going to say, Dylan. They could have <laughs> fought harder. <laughs> I just did. But um, I, I, I blame that more on the writing because I agree ah. with you. But I don't really think that's the, the fault of the actors. No. I got to ask. I got to ask. If you guys were trick-or-treating and you came across the real Michael Myers, would you die? So before Halloween ends, the answer would be, of course, Michael Myers is going to kill me. He's elusive. He hides behind hanging laundry. There's no way I survive. But he got in a wrestling match with a <laughs> year old dude in a sewer. And I don't know anything. That guy didn't look like he knew what he was doing as a wrestling coach. He had poor technique. He didn't look like he knew how to hit a double leg to save his life. And it made, I got hey, I got wrestling experience. I think I could hit a lat drop on Michael. If he tries coming out of the shadows. At yeah. Me. That being said, He's still powerful enough to hold people up against a wall and put a knife in their chest and do the little doggy head tilt. So he probably does still kill me. Well, that was that was that was like a small woman. He did that to not a professional wrestler, but I think it's unfair to use Halloween ends, Michael. (laughs) So Michael, no chance whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, Even if I was good to him, he, he would he would kill me. (laughs) <laughs> exactly that's good to you mikey um trick question i'm not out on halloween <laughs> nice I am, I am asleep in my bed most likely i think halloween's a monday this year and uh i've never seen a sleeping person that i know of well people in beds he's killed were they passed out unconscious because they because they was naked because they they sleep in an old man's schedule <laughs> Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Michael walks into houses and just kills whoever he finds. That is true. Like Lori was doing her job babysitting in the original. She was just doing her job. Here's the thing. If he walks towards me, yes. 
He absolutely <laughs> kills me. Odds are, if I see him down the street, I'm just turning around and walking away. <laughs> so maybe he, maybe he sees me as maybe he, it's predator rules <laughs> at that point. He doesn't you know, see you. right? Yeah. There, there's an argument Michael follows predator rules, except there's also an argument he doesn't because he had no problem killing elderly folk, but. Yeah. And 2018, when he's doing like his neighborhood rounds, he walks by a crib with a crying baby and he already killed the mother. Yep. He looks into the crib and decides no sport. He keeps uh, going on. So didn't he kill teenagers in Halloween ends, though? He kills teenagers in every movie. He he, he did. Well, I met children. He uh, not those did no, that's Corey. That was Corey. The kids in the park? Uh oh, no, no, no. In Halloween Kills, Michael kills one of the kids in the park. I thought you were talking about the band kids in Halloween ends. My bad. Um, and then he does torture that poor boy who just was trying to to, you know, hit on a woman after she was just broken up, found her boyfriend cheating on her. But he was a teenager. He, yeah, well, she killed he killed him. But like kept hiding in the lights and dipping back and oh. forth. Oh, and that's in 2018. In that same movie, he killed the kid who wanted to go to dance class. Yeah. In yeah. the truck. Yep. That was yep. a kid. That was but a kid. that boy had a rifle. That boy did have a rifle. I mean, it didn't help. <laughs> he didn't kill the little boy with the with the gross toenails. No. Because he, he ran. He ran. Yeah. So I'm too busy killing the babysitter. You you need a babysitter. Yeah, babysitters are definitely on on the menu. Yeah, I run, and he probably gets me. <laughs> and he wouldn't run. Right. Oh, I'm slow, anyways. I'll probably <laughs> fall. <laughs> a heart attack doesn't get me. He will. <laughs> I know. So, so, I I gotta ask Tyler. You alluded to this earlier. But I need you to tell the story for us real quick of what I said, because it'll sound tacky coming from me. Oh. But I need you to tell the story real quick of what I said to you in the theater <laughs> during yeah. Halloween ends. In Halloween ends, the character Corey is just being merciless, the mercilessly. Man. Yeah, and he's a grown man at this point, is being mercilessly bullied by these band kids and I, I could you tell by the jacket what instrument he played it was he a drum major or was he just a one was a drummer one was a drummer um this asshole was probably a trumpet player speaking from <laughs> experience <laughs> oh these, these band kids are just ruthless bullies and austin leans over to me and he goes i had a very different experience with band <laughs> <laughs> I almost had to get up out of the theater when he told me that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I needed to like, I'm sorry, but I don't think these filmmakers ever met a marching band kid. We're not going up to people like grown men. We're not going up to them being like, hey, buy me a fucking beer. I'm in the fucking marching band. No, that's not how us band kids work. I'm not saying that band kids can't be bullies, that that's a, everyone could be a bully, but band kids by nature are awkward as fuck. We're not going up to people asking, like, we're not bullying 
strangers over bridges <laughs> yeah we're too insecure for that band kids are the type of people that are like hello sir can you come into the store with me i, I want to buy apple juice thanks sir that's the average band kid i mean i can i can speak to that i did band for like 10 years in it yep. teaching it um from high school to uh big 10 <laughs> yeah like big marching band I, and you still I've lived in that world off of bridges not even not even in in the heights of the big 10 marching band world was i pushing people off of bridges no <laughs> but uh yeah i just it's like they took the football jock tropes and put a band uniform on it yeah yeah it's a staple <laughs> yeah and band kids don't bully that way band kids are like you didn't get first chair this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> were you rushing or were you dragging? That's exactly. <laughs> if you want to see a band bully, watch Whiplash. That is accurate <laughs> depiction of marching band bullying. Our fucking yeah. drumline. Yeah. Uh, but no, they no that that was the biggest sin of <laughs> Halloween ends. That's, that's just the slander against marching oh, band. Exactly. Uh, we don't have that kind of confidence. <laughs> it, it's just not happening. I'll let you guys go. But first, where can the people find y'all? You can find us on threewisemenmedia.com. T-H-R-E-E-Y-S-M-E-N. Media. M-E-D-I-A. Dot com and then you can go on youtube and you can search 3ymm you can search hashtag elk you can search elk pro wrestling you can search alistair Dillon. is it better than space jam is it better than space jam would you die and you're going to find all of our content and stuff on uh, on youtube as well awesome halloween ends is it better than space jam no <laughs> <laughs> i don't even need to call the guy to say it <laughs> yeah yeah, I don't I don't think we'll be getting a video on that one. No. We got 2018 <laughs> Halloween. We did. Okay. And I, I saw I, that the Hellraiser uh is it better than Space Jam just dropped. So Yep, Dylan recorded it when he was sick and he was uh his voice, you can hear you it can in his voice. It. And uh <laughs> he, he's basically a Cenobite in that video because he's going, he's doing the sweet suffering. And uh <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it was tough. Oh, that's awesome, though. So awesome. Thank you guys for uh, joining me and uh, have a happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to Dylan and Tyler Elkins for joining me yet again, this time to talk about our boy, Mikey My My. Also, shout out to the third wise man, Kyle, and my friend Doug, who is on this podcast talking about Jaws a few months ago for joining me, Tyler, and Dylan to watch Halloween ends. It's been a crazy busy October, but I do have a few updates. We crossed 1,000 all-time listens last week. That is insane to me. I am so thankful for anyone who's given my little podcast a chance. Whether you've been listening since the beginning or you're just now tuning in, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys. 
over the weekend, I went to the horror film roulette showcase in Royal Oak, and that was so much fun. So many great horror shorts and such a wonderful event. Check out my episode on Saw with Josh Taube, where he explains a horror film roulette, which he helps run. He is an awesome guy, and the horror film roulette was so cool. Definitely, definitely check it out and uh, make plans to check it out next year because like it's done for this year. But Horror Film Roulette 23, that's going to be awesome. If you're enjoying the Would You Die podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to help support the podcast financially, I do have a Buy Me A Coffee page. I'll put the link in the episode description, but it is buymeacoffee.com slash show. If you choose, you can donate a dollar, say something nice, and overall just make my day. And if not, no worries, but any little bit will help this podcast in a big, big way. As always, you can find the show's social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Would You Die Show. You can find the Would You Die YouTube show on the Three Wise Men Media YouTube channel, where you can also find professional wrestling, trailer reviews, and much, much more. The music you hear in the beginning and end of each episode is composed by my friend, Josie Palmer. This wraps up the month he came home. Love Michael Myers, love Halloween, and I hope you guys enjoyed it so far. I hope everyone has been having a great October. I wanted to have a few more bonus episodes for Mikey, but unfortunately, you know, life happens. Those fell through. I mean, I got, I'm still weekly, so (laughs) no worries here. I've also been hard at work scheduling a bunch of interviews with horror creators and fans from all over the world so there's gonna be a bunch more fun episodes to come next week we go back to the upside down and compare it with a legendary 80s horror franchise until then i'm austin torres try not to die